0: Hello, everyone. Sandrine Grissard here from uh, Success Instigators once more, and welcome to episode number three. So, um, I don't know if you guys know, but I'd like to tell you how I got started coaching entrepreneurs, because this is like a pretty cool thing for me to have gotten to this uh, to this part of my life. So, I was born in France, even though my English doesn't maybe sound like I was born in France, but I was there until I was eight years old, and then. Um, The summer of my ninth birthday, my mom, my brother, and I moved to the United States because my parents had divorced. And so we went and lived in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and we lived there for a few years. And then something really weird happened Um, right before, like a couple of months before my 13th birthday, my mom uh, took my brother and I to Toronto, Ontario, Canada in end of February. So just to give you an idea. So here we are living in Florida. It's nice and warm, and it's a beautiful, like, tropical climate and we don't basically don't even own any winter clothes and she tells us we're going to go for a week vacation to uh toronto in canada because we're thinking of potentially moving there maybe in the coming year so we go there for a week and we visit and it's a nice place and we have fun and it's cold but you know we can we're properly dressed and then the day that we're at the airport to come back to florida to continue our lives um we actually are Uh, told that we cannot go back to the States because my mom didn't didn't tick the proper box on the immigration papers and therefore our uh, Visas are no longer valid So basically that day I moved to Canada. That's how I moved to Canada. So I'm almost 13 years old I end up living in Canada. I never said goodbye to my friends never went back to my house I uh, couldn't finish my school year in my school and had to like basically change lives all over again. So this is like my first cha- change of life when I'm 9, France to to the States, then 13 States to Toronto. And you'll see in a few minutes how this all ties in. But basically, I had up in Toronto. We lived there for about four and a half years. Um, and right before my 18th birthday, I decided to leave to go to Europe um, because I have this amazing opportunity to go and work in the film industry. Now, just so you know, I'm leaving there, but I don't actually have my high school diploma because I'm missing like three credits. But this opportunity is amazing. It's for the summer. And I figure, you know what, by the fall, I'll come back. I'll finish those three, card- the three credits and I'll go to university because I've been accepted to uh, Ryerson University in Toronto to go into public relations. So anyway, I go off to Spain. Um, and of course I go there, I spend three months. It's amazing. My Spanish, I'm fluent now. Um, I'm, so I now speak three languages. I'm having the time of my life. I'm working on film sets. It's really fun. And I get another opportunity in the fall to continue and to go to different places. So one thing led to another, I end up spending five years traveling all around Europe, the Caribbean, um, and going from one film set to another. Now, All of a sudden, it's been like almost five years, it's been like four years, and I've been doing all this traveling, and I've learned a lot of stuff, and I've made some money, and I've enjoyed myself, but now it's getting really difficult to just go from one gig to the next, because sometimes the timing doesn't work out, right? So, like, the film industry is all about projects. You work for four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks on a film, and then when it ends, you're basically out of a job, and now you have to look for the next job. But sometimes the next job is only a month away. And now you have a rent to pay. You still have bills to pay. And you got to be able to to live off of it. And you're, and you're a beginner, so you're not making that much money. You're making money, but not enough to have enough savings. So what I would do is I would call up the temp agencies and get temp jobs in between the films. All of a sudden, though, after four years, I'm realizing, man, I'm working more often as an administrative assistant than I am on film sets. This isn't going anywhere. This isn't working out. So I decided to go on vacation and this is when something really cool happened. I go on vacation uh, because my family was meeting up in, on a Caribbean island and like little tiny island and they were paying for my lodging and they were paying for part of my ticket. So I was like, great. So I go there and I go and see my family. I hadn't seen my brothers and sisters for a while. So we all meet up and we spend, uh, I spend two weeks there with them. And on the second day that I'm there, a dis- distant cousin that I had never met who lives in montreal quebec canada shows up there for three days now just so you understand the powerful moment that was because she had never been to see my family at that island i hadn't been to that island in years and we just we just kind of like serendipitous like it was serendipitous i don't even know if that's a word it was like this magical meeting of two people because because of her and one evening where she asked me one question that changed my life so one evening on like the second or third day they were about to leave yeah they were leaving the following day she says well let's go out for supper in the town and you would show us around because you know this place and we t- we go out for supper and she was with her husband at the time and she says to me so why haven't you ever gone to university and I'm like uh I don't know because I worked in the film industry and I started traveling. Long story short, that conversation lasted three hours and she convinced me to go to Montreal and go to university and go back to school. So that's what I did. Uh, Five months later, after working that summer, which you heard in episode number two, um, after working the three summer jobs in Spain and making all my money and, and, and saving my money and coming to Canada, I actually ended up in Montreal and I started studying in law. And then realized, oh my God, I don't want to be defending people that, you know, are potentially are are guilty. So I don't want to be a lawyer. And then I went into a business school and I did a full double bachelor's degree in IT and management. And then when I finished my university studies, um, I went off to uh, basically work for different companies. And just a little backtrack quickly, I forgot one really piece of information that's important is that when I remember, I didn't have my high school diploma. I was missing those three credits. Well, when I came to Montreal, I actually went back to Toronto where I had done my high school and went to meet the principal of the school I had gone to, which of course was no longer the same principal because now we're five years later. And the new principal says to me, well, why should I help you with your three credits? And I said, well, because I've actually done a lot of really cool things for five years. Like, yes, I left school, but this is what I've done. So I had prepared a whole entire timeline of all the film sets I'd worked on, all the countries I'd lived in, uh, the language I'd learned, uh, Spanish, et cetera. And I showed this to him and he said, let me think about it. And a week later, he gave me something called maturity credits so I could get my diploma and go to university. So that was a really amazing moment in my life. So anyway, now I'm in Montreal. It's um, I've got my my stuff. I've done my diploma. I have my minor in law. I have my two majors in business. And now I start working. So I work in, I do door-to-door sales. I do marketing. I work for a software company. I work in the aviation world for ICAO and Lockheed Martin. And I do lots of different jobs. And then one day I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of tired of working for other people. I'm gonna start my own thing. So um, I started my own company. It was a training company. It went really well. Uh, Ran it for like eight years, Uh, did really well with it. And then something like I hit a wall. Um, what happened was, um, my, uh, my husband got sick. I had an 18 month old baby and both my parents passed away, uh, two months apart. And so that was a real big, like a huge slap in the face. That was just really, really hard on me. And um, of course, because of all that happening at the same time, I wasn't able to focus on my business. So my business started going down. but then I got coached by an amazing coach, and I and I was able to start learning more about myself, and 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 focusing on the business again, and getting better, and and recovering from all these bad things that were happening around me. And uh, but just to give you an idea, at the time I was so down, and things were so bad, and and everything was just going so poorly that I literally for like five weeks in a row had twenty dollars a week to do groceries for three people. So, and this is not in like eighteen hundred something. This is in two thousand and uh nine so in 2008 2009 around that area i was doing groceries i I think 2008 to be precise so 2008 i was doing groceries with 20 bucks for seven days to feed three people so um if you ever tried that uh it's not easy to find what to buy to be able to feed your family so i was really doing poorly and um and everything seemed like it had crumbled around me and my husband wasn't doing well so anyway i got coached and through the coaching that i received i started focusing more on like what are my strengths and what am i what's my 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 unique capacity and so my training company started really shifting into a training company where i was more of like a people person and i'm do, i'm doing more customized stuff and so i started switching my project my products a bit to really adapt to who i am as a person And so my income started increasing and all of a sudden I got some really good contracts and the next thing I know my business is like soaring and it's doing well again and I'm able to hire an assistant and things are really going well for me. And around that time, um, because my husband was sick and and he was still not doing well, I figured, well, maybe this is the right time to move from the city into the country to maybe help him out and maybe this whole stress from the city is not good for him. Um, And so we did, we got an opportunity to move to the countryside and run an inn. Um, Unfortunately, that didn't work either. Uh, We started this adventure with some partners and they decided to back out within like five weeks of signing a five year contract. And on top of that, after a couple of years later, they actually ended up suing me. Um, So that didn't work out at all. And basically I lost my house in the process. I lost my marriage and I ended up moving back to Montreal with my son. So here I was back to square one again. And, you know, at that moment, I thought, I don't think I have the strength to be an entrepreneur right now because I need to make sure that my son has what he needs. I need to make sure that I have what I need and I just need to focus on us. So I got a job and I went working for Bombardier Aerospace, which is a big um, airplane manufacturer. And I did really well there. I worked there for four years um, and was promoted to manager. And I was in charge of a bunch of different uh, regions and 10 people below me and it was really fun and I was having a really good time working but something kept nagging at me and the reason why I'm telling you this whole story is because I don't know if you notice these these patterns that keep coming back is that every time I have this plan and I set up something to make things work all of a sudden there's always something that's kind of missing and what was missing was like okay I had a good job I was making a good income Um, I enjoyed the people I was working with, but I I felt like I wasn't having an impact. I felt like I wasn't being true to myself. I I was missing what I was talking about yesterday. I was missing purpose. I was missing the meaning of like getting up in the morning and doing something that you know is gonna change people's lives for the better. And so (laughs) interestingly enough, as I'm having these thoughts, one day i'm helping a friend move this little tiny office fridge you know those fridges that are just like about two feet three feet high so it's not a heavy thing but we're moving the two of us this fridge up a flight of stairs and the stairs go on an angle and they 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 kind of curve and in the curb as i'm lifting this thing i move to the left and i feel this acute pain in my lower back and next thing i know it's like hot and I'm like collapsing. I'm like, oh my God, I'm in so much pain. And luckily another friend was walking to come and help us and he picked up the fridge before I dropped it. And I sat on the stairs and I went, oh, I need to lie down. And I lied down on the cold, um, right next to the staircase, there was some cold ceramics and that really helped my back. And I lied there for like 10 minutes and I couldn't move. And I thought, I have to drive home. This is not good. So I drove home in like some serious pain. And when I got home, Um, I told my boyfriend and my son, guys, I'm not well. My back really hurts. And basically, I spent the next four months trying to recover. But for the first five weeks of those four months, I could only lie down on the floor because everything else was too painful with my legs up on a 90 degree angle on a chair or the sofa and stare at the ceiling. So I tried physio and I went to see doctors and I got an MRI and I found out that I had three herniated discs in my back and that my sacroiliac was out of whack. Anyway, I wasn't doing well and it was inoperable and I had to just um, heal and then start working on physical exercises to get back into the, to, to, to strengthen the core of my back. But all in all, there wasn't much I could do. I just had to let it heal. And so when you spend, weeks and weeks staring at the ceiling you have really no other option but to start thinking of well what do i do next right like how am i gonna work how am i gonna how am i gonna earn money how am i gonna feel like satisfied of my life if i can't even get up um and so i started doing lots of meditating and lots of introspecting and lots of asking the question and i started doing the why exercise so you know so what do I want to do well I want to help people why do I want to help people well because I want to and so I went through the whys and I realized that my whole life the training company I had built the inn that I had started running which I was actually the idea was to transform it into a wellness center and to do healing and, and meditation and just stuff to help people and um, all even when I was a manager uh, at Bombardier I was in charge of 10 people and it was in customer support customer support I was there to support people so my whole life everything i would ever done was leading me to what I do now which is coaching entrepreneurs and training entrepreneurs and building courses and doing lots of different activities and going hiking with them in the mountains and going walking and all of this was always to help people help entrepreneurs develop their business grow their businesses and make them a success. And that's how I came up with the name success instigators is I love to instigate success. I love to see people do well and have those aha moments. Like this morning I had a coaching session, which now I'm doing uh, uh, virtually with my client. And I was like sharing things with her and making her think of stuff. And then I was just like, Oh yeah, I see it. And the the light in her face, the the aha moment that she had was like so powerful. I was almost giggling like a little girl going, yes, this is so good. I'm so happy that I helped this person. Of course, all the entrepreneurs are doing the work. They're the ones who are doing all the work. But the fact that I ask questions and I trigger some thoughts and I help them get to that place, that makes me feel good. And that's my purpose. And I finally found my meaning. And now everything I do is always in that mindset to get people going. Um, to hire places and to really achieve what they want to achieve. So I finally made it to where I want to be. I still have so much that I want to do and accomplish, um, but I want to accomplish it with people who just want to win, who want to succeed, and who want to have the best life ever. So there you go. Now you know a little bit more about who I am. On that note, have a wonderful day and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.